So, tell me, this Reverend James Blackwell I keep hearing about, where's he from? I mean, really. What do you mean? That was in Oxford, I, t- I told you already. Oh, well, what do you call it, the, the other place, if you like. No, no, the other place is Eton. I'm not sure Christchurch qualifies as a place. Uh. More of an era, lost in time. Oh, very funny. I mean originally, Sod University. What? Look, no offence meant, but that's an affected accent if I ever heard one. Can't fool me this long. I hail from Pembrokeshire, after all. (laughs) I've already revealed that to you. Well, it's... I know, it's, it's not affected, it's just... It's what I've picked up, you know? So? So? What, before Oxford? That's the idea. <laughs> <sighs> Wedmore. Wedmore? Yes, Wedmore. It's uh, it's near Cheddar. Oh, oh, lovely. <laughs> nice gorge down there. Very good. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm actually quite a big fan of cheddar cheese. Oh, yes. Love yes. a good slice. Okay, yes, yes, here we go. Back to school, <laughs> yeah. James the Bumpkin. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just surprised you picked up on it, to be honest. Hardly anyone does. I only... Well, it comes out still sometimes when I'm, you know, anxious. Or, well, well, hardly ever, really. <laughs> here, here, you want a pair of said? <laughs> Tap as a candle, innit, Babber? Swap you for some cider? Yeah. I, I think it's charming. Honestly, I don't mean to patronise. Oh. No. Well, thank you, <laughs> I suppose. I just want to know everything I can about you. Any, anyway, uh, did I tell you about my find yesterday? Uh, I, um, no, I, d- I don't think you yeah. did. Now, take a look at this. Now, it's honestly remarkable. Hmm. Well, it, uh, I mean, it is, yes. Yes, do, do, you, do you see this here? Uh, I think so. Yeah, these, these lines spiralling off. You see where the shell should end, but then it, it carries on. Yes. This way. Look, it, it spins off into another, and another, and I see, uh, and another, see. and then... What? Is it all well, Robert? Uh, uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> so, sorry. No, no. I'm just, uh, just a little distracted. Um, I haven't been sleeping particularly well. Uh, I- ignore me. <laughs> yeah. What were we speaking about? Oh, nothing, nothing. Well, well no, these, these fossils, I... Are you... You're still going down to uh, to Boggle Hole every day. Oh yes, yes. <clears throat> and the uh, the crows do, do they? Uh, what? what? Well, I mean, do they come with you? Do they? Do they mind? Uh, they're fine, pathetic folk. Honestly, you know, I feel bad for them. Their son. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. Listen, I don't mean to be. Well, I'm, I'm not sure you should feel too bad. I know. <laughs> A typical maudlin old Robert. Hmm. All that local tragedy aside, though, it's remarkable, aren't they? What, the crows? No, the the fines, these. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, I mean, they, they certainly seem so. Yes. Cambridge will lose their minds, believe you me. It'll, it'll be absolute carnage. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, sounds fun. Oh, yes. You, you do know you can stay here. Those, uh, those crows, they, 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 they really aren't godly. <laughs> oh, James. Oh, I love how reverend you are. 
I'm teasing. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, let me get that. Oh. Uh, good man. Just be a moment. Here, um, meantime, will you tell me again about those, uh, those games you played at university? Those, um, what were they? The, oh. the little codes you made up for each other. Oh, that! Well, it's just, it's just silly nonsense. You must have had similar. <laughs> uh, you pick the first word in each sentence, the last, uh, the middle. Now that's trickier. <laughs> um, make them decode it. It's good with Latin, better with Greek. Mm. It's best with Norse. <laughs> <laughs> That catches them out, even the masters. Well, uh, <laughs> it's all Greek to me. Uh, so, sorry, I, I'm not... <laughs> I know I'm not funny. I, I, do, I do find it fascinating, though. I, I, do, I, I always feel I missed out somehow, you know, leaving early and all. Uh, no, you, re you really didn't, believe me. The world is elsewhere. <laughs> How's that tea? Uh, almost ready. Well, no rush. You know, there are much bigger things down there, at Boggle Hall. Huge things. Uh, stranger things. I don't have the right equipment with me, of course, but once the university gets word, this place will be covered with scholars. They'll be crawling like ants and... Oh! Are you expecting anyone? No. No, of course not. Allow me. R Robert, be careful. There's no one there. Just the wind. Do you really believe that? Ooh, well. Ooh. Ooh. Stop, stop it. Stop. Robert, Robert, stop it. Just, just get <laughs> back right, inside. Right. Get back inside. Lock, lock the right. door. Lock the door. I have done. You mustn't worry. No, I know. For a man who spent so long on the moors, you're easily spooked. Well, that, that may be, but there's... There's things out here that are worth fearing. Of course. I mean, you must have seen the figures out there at night, the, the, the men. I swear there is, they're a sign of something, something ill. Don't mind them. I'll keep you safe. I know. I... How's that tea? Oh, never mind the tea. <laughs> never mind any of it. Come on. You, uh, you did lock the door, didn't you? Yes. The Apocalypse Players present A Residence at the Bay A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition Scenario Written by Dana McAleer In the style of M.R. James 
with Joseph Chance as Dr. Henry Carrigmuir, Dan Wheeler as Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon, Dominic Allen as Lady Helen Marjorie Barmia Potts, and Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 5. The Albatross Uh, Reverend Blackwell. Uh, James Blackwell. What do you think you're doing sending coded messages when there's an urgent matter afoot? How are we supposed to... You can't rely on us to just sort of... We're not cryptographers, young man. No, I know, but um, I, I thought that any uh, fellow of uh, of Roberts would be... Um, would easily see through my, uh, my child's play. I, I couldn't risk it being... Uh, I, even the postal service, I, I don't know. I don't know. And and presumably, presumably, forgive me, uh, Reverend, but presumably you feared that someone would observe you asking for help. Yes, yes. Well, quite, quite. The crows. You were concerned about the crows. Well, um, the crows are the crows, and I, uh, I don't, I don't like to assume anything of anyone. But if if they don't know where Robert's gone, I'll. I'll be damned. It was them he was staying with. Well, intercepting the post, I turned to the Reverend. And indeed, Lady, uh, Lady, Lady Marjorie. And I say, isn't that a, isn't that a criminal offence? Yes, very much so. It should be a hanging one. <laughs> there are a lot of things that happen out here in the wilder parts of England, which may be offences, but certainly go unnoticed. Well, uh, I... I, I, I can't say I agree with your methods, but perhaps you ought to give us a bit more information about why you became so concerned. Why, well, what leads I, you to I, think I, Robert did, didn't just pack up and go home? Well, I can tell you with the, the same instrument I used to contact you. And he, um, he, he rushes back into, the, uh, into the, his house. And and more postcards, I suppose. Um, there's a moment while he's in there if you guys want to... Uh, what do we make of this... This whippersnapper, this... this do we see a real vicar? I mean, I can't imagine many people traipse out here for services. Who's paying him? Do the church really subsidise someone to come out here in the middle of nowhere? Well, uh, I'm afraid that is exactly how the church works. I mean, Lady Marjorie, let's not get paranoid. Well, it's one thing when it's, when it's Bangalore, but this isn't. This is... This is... Coastal province of Yorkshire. Bangalore. Isn't that isn't that where um, Ned Caser was posted? I think it. I think it may have been. And uh, at the mention of Ned Caser, McCutcheon just sort of turns away and uh, takes a deep breath. <laughs> uh, as you're taking a deep breath, he comes. Uh, the Reverend comes rushing back out. And uh, meant Ned Caser. Ned Caser appears from a grave. No. Um, the Reverend comes back out um, holding a journal um, and he says um, well, uh, Robert left this with me for, for the last week he was here uh, we, we'd dined together um, and he would tell me about he, he was obsessed with the, the fossils in the area he said they were unbelievable he, uh, there was something about a, a helm a set of armour there was 
something historical. I, I'm not a man of of that myself, but um, you, the journal's here, and it's where I got your uh, it's where I got all of your addresses from. You were the first three in his journal. If forces are arrayed against us who are willing to break the law regarding the post, then perhaps we should go inside. They might be observing us now. There were some figures on the hill. We thought they were scarecrows. Ah, uh, as you say that, um, he uh, he sort of does almost a triple take, almost as a full 360 around him, and um, says, uh, yes, let's go inside, let's... And um, hurries back into the house. We all, we all enter twitching violently. <laughs> I don't think any of us are happy about the scarecrow. Um, as we, as we head back into the house, I take one last look up at the church, which has these strange uh, owl figures. And could I do a, could I do a theology role on that to see if there's any, or, or I mean, maybe there's another role. To, to see whether I, I I know of whether that whether that has some kind of biblical reference that I'm not aware of or or some other reference. Yeah, I mean, would give you, me a you, role. Would you like theology specifically or education? I'll ta- I'll take theology. I mean, education is actually better if it was more general, but I think. Well, go education then. Let's go. I'll, well, I'll roll. I'll tell you what I roll anyway. I mean, figure since I'm staring at a church, it might be theology. I have passed my theology, which is also a pass on my education, so... Owls are not common as grotesques on churches. No, I didn't Something think Something odd about it. Um, you can't think of a... In fact, you can't think of a single biblical passage referring to owls. Um, your education tells you, of course, you know, that they're, they're typically thought of as very wise, although you as a, a naturalist will probably know that most of their head is feathers and actually they're fucking thick as shit. Um... <laughs> But uh, there, there's something odd about their faces as you as you move towards the vicar's house, and as uh, you see a sort of blanket of fog start to move in across the moors, you look back up at the church, and in the sh- in the gathering shadows, the faces are more distinct than they were, and um, there's something intensely predatory about them, and you wonder why they're carved there. And um, as you enter the door. Uh, the reverend closes it behind you and sort of busies himself around. He sort of puts the kettle on the stove and uh, um, places the journal down on a sort of uh, a table beside a chair and says, um, well, there it is. Um, Robert Robert left it here um, just before he... Uh, well, just before he went missing. Um, Excuse me. How do you know he went missing? Well, I, uh, I suppose I don't, but I... Well, he was supposed to have dinner at mine, as we'd been having all week, and uh, he right. didn't arrive. And so you're saying it's it's an it's an absence rather than any evidence of foul play. Well, well, y- the foul play is a suspicion. Yes, yes, but if you read the journal, I think you'll. Uh, well, if you can read it, that is. How I, dare you! I, I, I bustle over to it. And <laughs> I think I think by that time it's already in my hands, unless. Uh, I tried to snatch it from you. Uh, unless, unless, and I'm looking at the Reverend, and, and I'm about to say McCutcheon, and as I'm saying that, she snatches it out of my hand. I'm not going to have a man tell me I can't read a book. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, um, there's some. I, I'm not. I'm actually not immediately interested in the journal because there's something else on my mind. Um, mm. I, um, as as this journal is being passed back and forth, 
Uh, I would like to... Oh, my psychology is not very good, but... I think past is a generous description. So, uh, right, yeah. Being snatched. <laughs> the book's being snatched. Um, I, I take a look at the Reverend and I say... Let's see, can I do this with... Charm, that's not very good. No, uh, persuade is awful. My social skills are terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I say... Uh, and yet, Reverend, and yet, and yet he persists. And yet he persists. Um, how, um, how did you meet... Robert, it seems you you formed a very close bond very quickly. Did you know him before he came to Robin Hood's Bay? Not at all, no. I am... Um, well, <laughs> it, it's funny, really. Um, the pastor that I may be, I'm... I, I'm quite lonely up here. The, 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 the people, um, well, the locals, they, they, they don't tend to favour the, the, the church of a Sunday, and... Um, I've been up here a, a few years now. It was just lovely to meet a man of education, and uh, he uh, he stopped by once while he was going across the moors and asked me if I'd uh, if I had any interest in the fossils. And of course, I didn't until I I spoke to him. But uh, as his friends, you must know how uh, enthusiastic he was. <laughs> how uh, of course how he made you feel when he talked about something he was interested in. He made you oh, very pa- passionate man. Oh, he loved an old fossil. Um, I, I would like to do a psychology roll, bad as the skill is. Love digging up a bone. To see whether they dug up any bones together. Um, mm. That is a euphemism. Um, to see yeah. whether there's any more to this relationship than um, the Reverend is letting on. Please do. Uh, so psychology, my psychology is 25. Oh, and I've rolled a 19. Wow. Oh, no, I haven't. I've... Sorry, I've, I've rolled a... 91. 99. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure now. I'm going to roll that again. Sorry, I thought it was a 19. And a, uh, a seven, it's either a 79 or a 19, but those numbers are right next to each other. Oh, I'm going to re-roll it. Well, I've failed it now, so fine. Um, you, he, um, it doesn't seem like he's hiding anything from you, but he's maybe just hard to read. Um, he's already admitted to you that he's forged these postcards to get you here, but... um. Yeah. You know, so he seems to be in a spirit of sharing, but uh, mm-hmm. it's hard to read further on. No, but sharing how much and with whom? Yeah. Well, sadly, we we won't get to know that, perhaps. Unless I suspect I'm too busy trying to help Lady Marjorie look like I'm giving it to her, rather than just sort of briefly holding on with a fire in my eyes, thinking I'm going to find a great find. Uh, on on that point, I think he. He somewhat, in ejaculatory fashion, appropriately or inappropriately, mm-hmm. says, "So were they archaeological finds or, or paleontological? Paleontological? I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, uh, geological? Geological? I, I, I would have thought so. Yeah. I dabble in all of those. <laughs> ah, well, <laughs> so, so I hoped. Um, Robert certainly uh, did more than dabble here. The, the things he told me." Um, he seemed obsessed. He seemed obsessed that he'd, he'd discovered some something that would change everything. He thought he 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 became quite well. To be to be honest, in the last couple of days, he he became quite frantic. But um, but we would still have our calming moments together. Um, if honestly, if you if you read the the journal of, or at least look it over, you you may understand. Do I see Lady Marjorie um, flicking through it eagerly? 
Oh yes. Thank God. So um the first thing you read there's there's a lot of passages and you well you can do an intelligence roll if you want to see if it is written by him, but it looks at a glance to be the handwriting you'd recognise. Mm-hmm. Sort of uh, at odds with the uh, the copied postcards. Um, you can sort of see you, where the handwriting was copied from. I, t- yeah. I tell you what I'd like to do, actually, is as I flick through it, um, if I could do, oh, I don't know, maybe like a psychology roll to see if I can gauge yeah, if his definitely. mental state changes dramatically and yeah the, please do I'll read I'll prioritise the entries where um he's lost his mind um <laughs> or lost his calm lost his calm yes um sounds like an English literature role to me I'd happily do that as well in fact I'd be better at that <laughs> alright do that <laughs> uh, what were we doing language no I was I was teasing I was teasing because because oh. you know some of us Allegedly did degrees in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Textual analysis. She, so, so called. She, she has literature as an art and craft, but she she couldn't do a degree in it because of uh, the misogynistic society in which. In which case, I mean, come on, bonus, bonus die, bonus die. Oh yeah. What 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 Misogyny bonus die. <laughs> That'll rebalance things. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Darling, why don't you just why don't you just have a bonus die for the whole game? Actually, <laughs> you're, you're playing at such a significant disadvantage. Uh, that's not funny, darling. Bonus die that's for not all funny. your roles. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I rolling for now? Well, psychology or whatever. I mean, you're analysing his journal, right? Oh my goodness, is that what I think it is? It is. Humble. I've rolled. No, 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 dear heart. I've rolled a 10 on a 43, which is two points off an extreme success. Is it worth me spending the luck? Is it going to make a big... I think a hard success is enough, considering you know him. Then I'll stick with Um it. As you flick through, the, 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 the writing becomes more and more scrabbled. There's, there's, there are notes in the margins. There are no margins anymore. There's drawings of uh, strange fossils. Um, there's sort of... You can see, like, a plesiosaur, but it seems to have six necks you can't quite tell <gasps> what's happening with it oh no it, it's clear that he was getting quite frantic and then there was just a cut off point on um, well I'll tell you when where he sneezed on the 24th of January oh um Reverend Blackwell do you need a hand with, with making tea I'm sure uh, Lady Marjorie will be involved yes of course he he, he hadn't even realised he'd not, hadn't even heard the, uh, the the whistle going on the kettle and he sort of rushes over and uh, saves it and um, starts pouring it out there's a lot of entries um, earlier on um, he seems to have been in Denmark for a while um, which he didn't know about but um, in the, the la- latter part of last year he seems to have been in Denmark for a couple of months perhaps he's retracing the footsteps of the Danes of the ancient Vikings the, the first sort of uh, one that stands out in relation to any of you is this one. It's uh, from January 16th. Uh, if someone wants to read it. Go on then, I, I may as well read it. Go on, you, you're reading. January the 16th. I endeavour to maintain a journal. The hawkish reverend would never forgive me otherwise, sharp as he is. However, it seems that everything pertaining to the utterly dull nature of these people and their activities in these cold, grey coasts is worthless 
in regards recording a universal truth. Perry, forgive me, I do hope you are as interested in the subtle differences between Lemon Soul and Big Bay Cod, because those are the only details you'll be receiving in my correspondence. The chips are nice, though. <laughs> um, and there's a few others in that sort of vein. After that is where it seems to start becoming more scrabbled and the writing becomes more sort of frantic. Um, you can see on the date, on the 19th, seems to be talking about fossils. You can see these sort of uh, diagrams he's drawn of ichthyosaurs, maybe, or, or something along those lines, but they, they, they seem to be off. It's almost like he's mirroring them geometrically. January 21st, um, you see something saying, Rev sinkholes, um, uh, which you assume is... Uh, linked to the reverend and the sinkhole you saw outside the the gates and um, you see the the word beowulf mentioned several times and sort of scratched out again um and you see helm must check notes when home unbelievable luck if so um january 23rd is getting very hard to distinguish anything but um you see references to plants and drawings of plants and at the bottom of the page, you just see the words "and someone upstairs." January twenty-fourth. The only note is "have key, son missing, look upstairs." <sighs> now, did you say Beowulf, as in the earliest piece of English literature that exists? Yes. As a student in my spare time of the literary canon is it worth me doing a role on literature to see if I could glean any connection between the Be what the Beowulf connection is to all of these notes I could tell you all about Beowulf which you'd already know but um, it seems I'm not sure you'd glean why he was writing Beowulf or why he was next to Beowulf uh, the word helm appeared a couple of times all of the references to Beowulf seem to have been scratched out is he suggesting he's found Beowulf's armour that seems very far fetched it seems very far fetched doesn't it but um, the writing is so frantic you kind of you, you may be slightly worried for his mental health perhaps Dominic's trying to remember Beowulf what's is the helm is helm mentioned in Beowulf we're in the keeper's hands on that one. I mean, I can I can whiffle on about Beowulf. I mean, we all know we all know the basics, right? The monster, the mother. Grendel. Yeah, she lives downstairs, actually. Ray Winston. Grendel's mother's downstairs. And um, <laughs> Ray Winston and uh, and what's the chops, right? Brad's ex. Oh, Angelina. Yeah. Angelina. That's pretty much how it's written, as far as I remember. Something a, a, a chill comes over Lady uh, Biarmia. She she drops she she plonks the uh, the journal down. One moment, he mentions Beowulf in here. Now I'm trying to remember: is there a scene in Beowulf where Grendel's mother, where they see her hand and they they fall asleep unnaturally? Uh, where is it? I actually just saw it. Um, here it is. Then they sank into sleep. She quotes this from memory. Then they sank into sleep. A savage penalty one paid for his night's rest. It was no new thing for that people... Uh, it was no new thing for that people, since Grendel had occupied the gold-giving hall, working his evil, until the end came, death for his misdeeds. 
It was declared then to men and received by every ear that for all this time a survivor had been living, an avenger for their foe, and his grim life's leaving. Grendel's mother herself. See a hand waving you asleep. What's the significance of the hand? Dominic is trying to remember. <laughs> well, you say, you say it as if you recognise it, but I don't. I think you did the right thing, Reverend. Thank you. Could you tell us about the um, sinkhole out, out back? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Robert seemed intensely interested in it. All I know is, uh, well, the, the molehills around here have been getting larger and larger. <laughs> um, it's almost as if... <laughs> Well, the moles have been growing. I, I don't know, but um, I don't know. It's it seems to be something across the the moors in this area. But uh, that that one by the church wall, I I couldn't say. Uh, one day I woke up and it it seemed to have caved in. Um, Robert Robert was convinced it was connected somehow to the fossils he'd found down at the coast. But um, how interesting. I, 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 I honestly don't remember how. <gasps> did he um? Did he by any chance leave any of the fossils with you? No, no, no. He hadn't um, taken them out. He's, uh, well, he, he'd uncovered several down at uh, Boggle Hole, I believe the locals call it. But um, but he never took anything away from him? For, away they were from too delicate. Well, oh, actually, well, and he sort of pauses for a moment and says, uh, he, he did leave me one. Um, I, I'd, I'd quite like to keep it, if that's all right. Anyway, I'm being silly. If, if I might have a wee look, of course it's yours, but there are there are rules about these things, Reverend. He comes back and sort of places like a shard of shale down, which uh, initially you look at it and um, looks like an ammonite. But you can um, do me a roll if you'd like to. Could I give it a natural world roll? My dear man, I'm a paleontologist. Let's stand Oh, <laughs> Stand back. By which I mean to say, uh, I think at this point I, I almost eagerly grab it, place it down, take out an eyeglass, and begin to study yeah. like a man possessed. 29 on a 69, that's a hard, hard paleontology roll. As soon as you put the glass to your eye, you see something is off with it. It, 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 it looks like an ammonite, but... Don't cut off my eye! <laughs> there's something... Uh, I don't know what the word is. Something fractal about it. it. It's almost as if the. It's almost as if several ammonites were compressed together in some sort of uh, <laughs> suicide pact. But uh, either way, the, the the sort of ridges of the shell seem to sort of spill out geometrically. It seems to be creating a larger pattern. It's it's stranger than anything you've seen. I think if it, I think if it hadn't been for. Even although, although Jamir's, Bajamir's had her eye on the book more than the other two of us, I think, um, I suspect we both had a look at the um, pictures um, drawn, drawn by Robert. And, and, and I think that's the thing that guards me against crisis. Because I, I take the eyeglass away and I'm, I'm startled, but I sort of look back and I, and I see... Do you mind if I look at that journal now? Here, have a look at this. Have a look at this. And I pass the fossil to Pip, and I ask for the journal. I pass it over, and I, I've had a revelation, which is... I say, no, it wasn't... I remember, it wasn't Grendel's mother. It wasn't her hand. It was Grendel himself. They cut his hand off. 
in the story of Beowulf. Do you remember? Hey, now you mention it. I do. You don't suppose that the fossil he's found is is of Grendel? No. No, that would be... It is a fiction. It is a fiction. In fact, as you glance back towards the pages, you see a lot of uh, writing saying, it is a fiction, it is a fiction. <laughs> Literally as you're passing the book away. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Um, <laughs> but you, uh, <laughs> you've seen this fractal shell in the, in the sediment, in the shale of this rock, and it's like nothing you've ever seen before as a paleontologist. You immediately, although you don't understand quite what it is or how it's happened, you can sense why he was so excited. And I, I, I think I literally say out loud, if, if you do pass me the book, uh, Lady Helen Marjorie Bajamia Potts, uh, I think I say out loud, I thought for a moment he was mad, but look at this, Pip, look at it. And I pass the eyeglass as well. Uh, well, I'll, I'll have a roll to see whether I can see what he's seeing. Yeah, that's a... Uh, it's almost an extreme natural world role. Nice. I, I imagine I, I imagine I probably don't understand as much as um, as the doctor does in terms of. Well, you're more into botany, right? But you, you at least yeah. you recognise there's something off. Without yeah. the glass, it would almost be you wouldn't notice it. You think it was just markings on the the sedimentary rock, but mm. with the glass, it's clear. It's like. That there's something unsettling about it. Yeah, I've certainly seen ammonites before, and this doesn't look like any ammonite I've seen before. I swing, I swing the book round to them, and I go, "Look, look! He's doing echoes. It's like a geometric copy." I thought that was just madness on his part. I thought he was losing his mind, but that's what. And as you look at the book, you see there is a distinct ichthyosaur skeleton, but it, there are there are there are images in it that make no sense uh, biologically but seem to be sort of uh, fractal copies of fossils um, yeah your teas are going cold oh um, and he sort of uh, takes the ammonite back and, and places it in his pocket I, I, I stare at him like a man who might cudgel him in a few seconds <laughs> and then I recover myself okay <laughs> Did um, did Robert leave anything else of his around the house? No, no, he didn't. You've not seen anything of him then, since you've been here. Well, uh, <laughs> I think that much should be obvious. No, no, I know. I'm being silly. Um, but may may I ask the 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 um the journal? Yes. Did you did you sorry did he leave it here? Yes. Before he left, so he left it in person. Yes, I, I don't think he meant to, but um, ah, he was coming around every evening, and we were discussing his finds. And are you sure he didn't mean to? You, I, what I'm trying to glean is whether you suspected he, whether he suspected he was in danger and left it on purpose. Well, I don't know. I didn't get that impression from him, but the last entry, as you see, after all the chaos, January twenty fourth, have key, son missing going to look upstairs it, it has to be the crows their, their son died some some years ago and I just I don't see he was staying there I don't see what else it could be I, I don't know what they've done with him I don't, and um, ex- sort of breaks down me. into tears oh reverend excuse me I know this must be terribly difficult for you but 
this journal... No, no, I'm being silly. You knew him better than I. I just... No, this journal, as you say, indicates a, a man struggling to find the, find the truth in um, strange events and strange finds. Uh, but... Did you not see anything of that nature in him in person the last night he spent here? This journal reads almost like that of a madman, but you sat and had a civilised dinner with a sane person who never mentioned any of these things about a key, a person upstairs, any of that? I have to agree with the with the good reverend here that that it seems unlikely that, that, that you would have failed to glean his the tenor of his mind in this moment. He seems quite cagey and suddenly sort of... Uh, seems to sort of shut off slightly um, and sort of says, um, I, I, I... Yes, he may have been slightly uh, frantic, but um, don't we all get frantic sometimes? He almost snaps at you. Did you... Did you encourage him to find out what was in that house? No. I've no interest. For your own ends? I've no interest. Do I believe him? Now, now, Lady Marjorie, we no need to put the man on the stand. Well, maybe there is, I, ro- I rolled a hard success on my psychology. Um, the tears are genuine, and he looks sort of a mixture of desperate and ashamed. So there is guilt? Yeah. Is this the kind of thing that only a cross-examination is revealing unto Lady Marjorie, or do we all get a chance to I think, well, enjoy these psychological insights? Role. You could all do me a psychology role if you'd like to. Well, I think I say, young man, I have tutored a number of boys in my time, and I always know when someone's telling a fib. You were better off clearing your conscience with us now. If if the worst has happened to Robert, I can assure you, we are the only ones who can absolve you in this. And then, if I may say so, uh, we are not we are not really capable of absolution ourselves. There is only one way you can find absolution for this, and I would be more than happy to pray with you. At that, he he grabs your hand, um, Peregrine, and well, Dom, could you do me a persuade roll? Yeah. Now, that's, that's uh, five points off a hard success. Will a regular success do? Or do you want? I think a regular success will do. Great. He, um, he, uh, he's sort of holding Peregrine's hand and sort of drops his mug to the floor and says, uh, Ro- Robert and I, um, well, he was here some three weeks and although we didn't talk initially, we, uh, well, we were... Um, you lay together. You, you, you tutored boys. You said, Miss Lady Helen. Hang on a minute. What did you just say? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I reach into my bag and pull out a small flask of whiskey and I put it on the table with quite a loud bang. And I say, sometimes in the Sudan, men became very close to each other in the lack of other company. And I unstopper the whiskey and I and I offer it to Lady Pajamia. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and I say... I have a good swig. In the lack of other company, that friendship suddenly becomes very intense. Not that I know of such things, but uh, I can imagine a place like this, people fearing for their lives, 
discoveries beyond the ken of men being made, conversations were had. But I think, on the benefits of all four of us, it's time to lay everything on the table. I, for one, would like to investigate the dig site down by Bogle Hole, but I'm very worried about what the crows are up to. And for a fact, the three of us have had an influence of the upstairs room. And although and although he's passed the uh, whiskey to Jarmir, he actually shakes as it leaves his hand. <laughs> She, she, uh, she. As she takes it, she, she, she stills your hand with her other hand, and says, "I think, I think, retracing, uh, retracing Robert's steps is a very wise choice. But first, let us hear what, what young James, what the young Reverend Blackwell here has to say. You are about to tell us something. Well, well, I think I've told you as much as." I need. You asked me if I have experience of young boys. Well, uh, the doctor here understands. I, th- I think, I think we understand, Lady Marjorie. I, I don't think we need poor Reverend to uh, spill his heart out to us. But I, I will urge him to go now to the church and pray. Yes, yes, yes. I should. And he sort of grips your hand for a moment and then lets go very suddenly. Would you like me to come with you, Reverend? No. No, that's that's the last thing I need. Um, enjoy enjoy your tea. I, I'll be with you presently. And he sort of fumbles towards the door and uh, leaves. And you see him through the window, sort of walking up to the church. I am very grateful I was not born in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here seems to be completely deranged. <laughs> Do any of you, uh, what, what, what would you like to do? What's your impulse? I mean, we're about mid-afternoon now. Let's say it's about three o'clock. Um, it gets dark at about half five, mm. being early in the year. Oh, fuck it. I, I'd like to, ta- while we finish our tea, I'd like to take a moment to make sure we're all on the same page. So yeah, I yeah, say something please. Like, I think in this moment where we haven't got the um, the referent, I think, I think we should quickly take stock of, of what exactly we all think is going on. Because it seems to me that there's clearly something very disturbing about those people we were staying with. There's certainly something disturbing in their house. And as for Robert, well, I just... I feel like this vicar, if he's been here this whole time, he will have more experience of those people. And... Surely, if you if you were the vicar here and you had an inkling of what was going on, it would be a, a source of endless suspicion. But I don't see why Robert would go down there and investigate their rooms, what have you, when his interest lies in the fossils and the the archaeological stuff. I don't see why he would suddenly involve himself in the personal fortunes of one family. No. It makes very little sense. If he was so passionately excited by this these discoveries he'd made and it seems by his journal that that was the main source of his excitement then then why distract himself with some strange search for a, a lost son who died many years ago that's why i wondered you see if the reverend had encouraged him along that line for some reason but lady pajama surely you agree i think you do with myself and the reverend that None of us get an ill feeling from Blackwell. 
No. I, I've seen enough of life to know a liar most times, and my 17 on my psychology check that never got asked for tells me that I'm not wrong with this man. I trust my instinct. I mean, you know. But I... I that doesn't mean that he's not being economical with the truth. Of course, but then he's concerned about the scandal. Exactly so. That's why I felt the need to press him. Ooh. Not because I feel that he's evil. We've done nothing it seems wrong. to me... No, his... Well, uh, if you'll excuse me, he has done something wrong. But his guilt is a theological one, not a, not one with regards to uh, uh, Robert's actions, as far as I can see. Very well... I'll leave that to you, Reverend. You're the master of such things. You know, Abel is Cain's brother and breasts they have sucked the same, say I. <laughs> but uh, the nature of things is we should look at those fossils down in the, down in the bay there. See, see what perhaps... Oh, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, I agree with you that I think... Uh, what I think you're driving at is that to put ourselves into the mind of Robert to understand his motivations we must retrace his steps Aye, aye, and I must confess of course I have a personal acquisitive aspect to things uh, Now that we're completely alone and Blackwell <laughs> is totally out of earshot <laughs> let's be frank the matter of his theological scandal is uh, well, not, not of concern to us No I'm more concerned about what the concern to me, No concern to me at all No concern to me at all no, no, I'm not bothered about that at all. People can do what they like. I mean, I, I have no... Uh, Robert is, you know, like a... Well, he was a student, that's all. I look, I, I look at uh, Pip, and my eyes slightly widen. And we both furiously roll psychology. <laughs> I failed, so do you. I failed. Damn it! But I, but I think I already have had the impression... I'm strong. I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind on that one. That she she has had some sort of relationship with Robert, although I don't know whether it's like a a proper relationship or whether it's just. Um, oh, I wondered if she was having a relationship with people of her own sex. But okay, well, I mean, you know. It. Oh no, I think. I think Bajamia and Robert had a little something, or at least she hoped that they did. I wear a lot of perfume. No, I, I confess an acquisitive aspect to you, um, Pip, uh, more than readily. Of course, I'm fascinated. The mere thought of taking any of these back down. Oh, I mean, Cambridge would... They would have a field day with this gentle, lady, gentlemen. Yes. But, um, but the truth of it is, I'm very concerned about the events of last night. I can't explain them. Even, and I say this again slightly shakingly, even with my own problems that I have, McCutcheon. Yes, understood. Well, we all, we all spent an unusual night, and uh, we can't all blame that on the same thing you can, uh, Doctor. Sorry to go back, because um, I, I can't remember, or I wasn't paying attention if you did it just now. Did Dr. Carrigmuir relay his experience in the house, upstairs? The truth is, friends, you appear to have knowledge regarding a hand you saw that I didn't. 
and I myself have not been entirely forthcoming perhaps about that room, reading this, these last words, I have a key, son missing, look upstairs. I mean, what I saw was not... It was not clear to me instantly what it was that I was looking at. I saw the bed writhing, and I saw shapes within it, which I assume must have been rats, of course. They were eating the goose feathers, the duck feathers. Isn't that the logical conclusion, that, that they must have been... It was a nest of rats that had found itself into a bed. I wiped my brow. I put my hand on uh, Dr. Karagmuir's arm, and I stand slightly, uh, very close, in a sort of maternal way. Uh, You can smell the sort of heavy lavender scent that I wear. And I say, um, Henry, what did you see in that room? Tell us simply the details. Try not to... Try not to tell us what you imagine you saw. I... What you saw. Well, I opened the door and I saw there there was a figure lying in the bed. It was... Well, it looked most like a scarecrow. Perhaps, although maybe I thought that afterwards. It had a face. Of, of course it had a face. But it was all wrinkled like linen and and, and crumpled up. Um, too crumpled to be... I mean, it couldn't have been... Anyway, what I'm saying is that... Then there was this writhing, this moving underneath the sheet. And... Well, I, that's why I thought they must be rats. They must have been eating the feathers. You know, in the in the pillows. I've, I've, it's happened to me once in bad lodgings myself. Although, now you mention it, might that have been why I... Well... Why you imagined it. Why I thought it. Yes. Indeed. Christ, is it hot in here? It can't be. May, may I... May I, um... Ask... Excuse me, Henry, but this experience you had, was this before or after you um, partook in your um, your substances that you keep in your briefcase? It was after you woke me. No, the, my medicine was used by then. It doesn't have an effect to that length, especially for a man such as myself. He's talking about the opium. I, t- I have to take it for my nerves at times. That's that. Well, there is also another possibility that perhaps the same thing that was used to send us to sleep, if something was used to send us to, send us to sleep, may have created some hallucinogenic effect. That would explain the hand and I grip. I grip you by the arm, I, as you say that, Pajamia. But I, I sort of stop as you say it. The hand. What do you mean by the hand? But I'm still gripping Pip by the arm. You know the uh, the trig point. Aye. Did you see uh, a, a scarecrow stood in the trig point at any point yesterday evening? That it did, with its arm raised like a mast. Yes, but perhaps you didn't see what w- what we did later in the evening, which was the impression that that hand was on fire. Is that how you would describe what we saw, Lady Marjorie? Yes. Yes, I think you're correct. Now, it seems to me that that is... I I don't know much about... uh, uh, Lucinogen's only the... Dr. Henry, I I know you're 
trying to be rational, and I think that's important. But my mind, perhaps, perhaps because I'm old and 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 and, and given to flights of fancy, or perhaps it's desperate hope. Is there any chance that what you saw in that bed was Robert? The one thing I would add is I did think to myself at the end, why would you why would you tie a scarecrow to the bed? He was he was chained up. I think it was a chain. Could it be possible that they have simply disguised Robert as a scarecrow and restrained him as a prisoner? Even even with a even with a past sanity check, I think I I blanch visibly and I and I I, t- I, t- I put my hand to my mouth, the back of my hand to my mouth, and I just walk towards the door in quite a sudden movement. But in the full in the full suggestion that yes, you are absolutely right, it could have been. But I've been holding that back. The only thing then we don't know is to what end. Perhaps that stays me at the door? Because that is a rational inquiry, and I like the thought that he might respond to that. With the room locked and Robert restrained, why would it be necessary to disguise him as a scarecrow? As you're discussing this, um, you, you hear a sort of a sound on the window. <laughs> and um, you turn around, and there's half an earthworm sort of wriggling stuck to the glass did someone just throw an earthworm at the window well it's just those boys there the one with the strange face they come up there they play a game don't worry ignore them oh no that's that's in half an earthworm seems to be just suddenly stuck to the pane peeling downwards Um, can I immediately do a spot hidden to see whether there's like run to the window and do a spot hidden to see whether there's a sign of anyone yeah yeah or any movement oh it's the perfect interruption because I wanted to ask the reverend about his theological inquiries as to why someone would want to do that but interruption perfect I have rolled a zero one yeah and he's and he's gripped so you immediately see uh, just behind the church wall in which you're still encompassed um, you see a tiny hand sort of uh, throwing something up like a bit of grass or something you see like a just uh, near the window of the house in the churchyard there's a there's a small child out there shall we um slap his legs well I, i'll go and speak to him um you can join me if you like but um i'm happy to go and have a word with him this is church property after all and i feel confident in telling him that he's not to behave like that if you need me to slap his legs you you he- holler no, I don't think that will be necessary, and I make for the make for. The you obviously have no experience of young boys, Reverend. <laughs> oh, believe me, I do. I, I am at the front door, and I and I open. <laughs> I open the door, um, and I say to you as you're passing, I've had an experience many times with young boys where I scare them. You might be better off without me, and you should take the lady with you. What do you say, Lady Marjorie? You want me to go with him? Well, I find a figure of such as yours can sometimes get something out of we boys. I'll come along. The combination of you and the Reverend would surely be um, impossible to resist. I'll come along in a supervisory capacity. It's 
So, having seen the fractal ammonite, you uh, you suddenly see the sort of sketchings in the margins of this notebook in a slightly different light than you may have done otherwise. Um, you see, you know, half plesiosaurs with six fins and uh, seven jaw bones. You see, uh, you know, nautilus and uh, uh, mosasaurs mm. with uh, s- several rows of teeth that shouldn't be there. You know, that it, it, it strikes you as a paleontologist as um, laughable had you not just seen that ammonite. Crucial. And suddenly his excitement at sending you... Although he, although you know it wasn't him that sent you this postcard, um, you know, from what the Reverend says, is if you believe him, um, he seemed to be very uh, excited, very... Uh, mm sort of uh, frantic even with what it discovered in the last few days um, so that rings true meanwhile the other two of you you were heading mm. outside to see if you could uh, corner this this oh. child so um, he's sat there by a wall so uh, you can say what you like young man oh yeah young man what, what are you doing down there are you throwing things at the uh, at the vicarage there that's really quite poor behaviour you know that of course well you know and you you realise it's the boy who uh, carried the steamer trunk down the uh, steps of Robin Hood's Bay and he says uh, well it might be bad behaviour but I'm only nine I don't know what's right or not (laughs) (laughs) what a ridiculous thing to say that's exactly exactly the sort of thing nine year olds say come here boy so I can slap your legs (laughs) You've already thicked me here 17 times. Well, I'll even you out then. <laughs> now now then, it's right. I don't think there's any need for that. Um, but uh, tell me, what, what, are you, what are you doing hanging around this, uh, this, this part of the bay? You don't live up here, right? You live down, down in the town. No, but the fog was coming in and uh, I want to see them men, them weird men. What do you mean by that? I want to see them weird men walk. What do you mean? And uh, as he's talking, you see him pick up a pair of uh, gardening shears and he cuts an earthworm in half and throws it over the... Stop doing that when you're speaking to your betters. In, in fact, stop stop doing that completely. It's Oh, sorry, madam. Cruelty to animals. There's absolutely no need for that. It's not cruelty. What's cruelty? It's, it's, it's causing them unnecessary pain. I'll show you cruelty. Come here. Uh, okay, I, seeing him chop these worms, I march straight up to him and I pull the shears off him. All right. Don't have to be a prick. <gasps> now, listen. That language is entirely inappropriate. But if anyone around here is a... If anyone around here is a prick, it's you for cutting worms in half. <laughs> not me for stopping you cutting worms in half. <laughs> they'll, they'll be fine. They always are. You come in half, they live again. It's hardly the point. Should we cut you in half? <laughs> see if you live again <laughs> well I'll, I'll be looking after these gardening shears so you can't do any more of that fine and in a sort of gesture of defiance he picks up an earthworm digs out an earthworm and just pulls it in half and throws it over listen is there, is there any chance that Karagmir hears any of this I don't know how loud are you guys being I mean he's only a kid so I'm not bellowing just sort of normal conversational but... there was a bit you actually softened your voice down for the intimacy you looked around so now I don't think I do do I Damn it! Yeah. Oh! I say to him, listen, boy, 
Perhaps you can be useful to us. What do you know of the uh, the crows down there? I don't know. They're there sometimes, then they're not there some other times. Oh, when are they not there? I'm not about Peter and Paul, you stupid boy. <laughs> I'm on about Mr and Mrs Crow. <laughs> oh, I? Yeah, their son died, didn't he? Did he? Aye, you know that, didn't you? How did he die? Well, do you want the polite story or the real story? The real story, of course. And the polite story. <laughs> <laughs> polite story was he got caught in a storm off the Cape. In a boat? Real story is he commandeered a vessel. That's what I've heard it called. He took it out there, trying to impress two girls. Him and those two drowned. So he took the girls on the boat with him? Pissed he was. Smashed out of his nut. <laughs> you shouldn't know about such things. He took the girls on the boat with him? Yeah, apparently. And who were the girls? I don't know. They were from a local... I think they were travelling... I don't know, they did puppetry and stuff. What? Anyway, it don't matter. Well, it does matter. Sounds like it does matter. <laughs> they come to the town to do a story or whatever. Do you mean travelling players? Bum, bum, yeah. bum. Yeah, that, that sort of thing. They kept dressing up. They'd have little puppets on their hands. Anyway, it was shite. But he took him out one night. Storm came in. Never came back. You asked Jack. You know Jack down in the village. He took your bag up. He'll tell you. Listen to me, young man. I don't know anyone in the village and I don't care to. <laughs> So what you're telling me is that these two travelling players were not from the local area? Well, I don't know. They were just young girls, you know. How long ago was this? He wanted to have his end away. When did this happen? How long ago are we talking? Well, a couple of years. I was but seven then. Yeah, I'm getting the picture of your age. Don't worry about that. Right. Well, OK, we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Tell me about these men, these strange men you're expecting to see walking. What's that all about? You've seen full of stories tonight. <laughs> this kid chuckles like he almost doubles over and he just starts scratching his belly and laughing and he says oh well you'll see the men soon enough always with the fog always with the fog they come in I'm safe in here safe in here okay right in where good luck safe in where and he runs away through the graves why do you keep telling us you're nine years old I know, yes. Uh, that's just what I was wondering. Do we think he is? I'm wondering what on earth I can roll to find out whether I believe, whether I think he genuinely is nine years old or whether he's some kind of, like, I don't know. Wizened old man. <laughs> Wizened, like Benjamin Button. Yeah. Or like a, a, like a ghoul wearing a child's skin. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of those, or like, like Robin Williams in whatever, the big or whatever it's called. Tom Hanks, yeah, he's actually like a... He's like a 93 or 106-year-old wizard who's like shriveled down to the size of a, an annoying child. So the boy does run away, but he doesn't run far. He sort of runs between the gravestones. And um... Okay, I would like to do... I'd like to do an occult roll to see whether I think there's something really fucking weird going on with this boy's age. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, please. I mean, my cult's terrible, but it's all I can think to do. Yeah, I failed that. No fucking idea. It's just a little boy. It's just a little boy. And in fact, I... as, you, as you're thinking those darker thoughts, as you're sort of thinking, is he nine years old? He goes, nine I am. <laughs> I know more than most people about everyone's business. 
Anyway, you'll be seeing those folks shortly. The men will be here. Look, they're up on the hill. And you say we're safe within the churchyard, boy? I am. <laughs> and he laughs and runs off. If I ever see that child again, I'm going to beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still with an earshot? Um, it's hard to tell at this point, away amongst the graves, but he's answered, so... Precocious little shit. <laughs> I'm just going to jog after him a little bit and say, Why are you safe? How, how can we make ourselves safe? You're safe now. Enjoy the boggle hole in. Listen, if you come back over here, you won't be. All right, big boobs. <gasps> did you hear what he called me, referent? I did. I think it's best to leave it at this stage. <laughs> boy, again, I will smack his mouth clean off his shoulders. What's all this shouting about? Boy, he called me. Why did he say he was nine years old? And what do you mean by being safe in here? I'm not sure, but he says... He was waiting to see the men walk, and he pointed up towards that hill. And as I say that, I look up towards the hill. Yeah, I also look where he's pointing. Shit, well, of course I look at him, because he's just pointed at it, hasn't he? And in a way, it's more disturbing that there's no one on the hill. But it's not that there's no one on the hill, you can't see the hill anymore. Because there seems to be a wave of fog moving in across the whole moor. I don't like this at all. And, um... As the waves of fog sort of roll towards the, the churchyard, you hear from behind one of the graves near you, the boy sort of doing this... This sort of owl sound. Reverend, would you please restrain me because I'm going to go behind that gravestone and kick his neck in. Listen, I understand your frustration, but I think we should leave it. I, I, I wonder whether we should get inside the church and check... I think... Check the Reverend's all right and um, ask his advice on staying safe in this fog. I think you're right. I certainly don't want to be outside when these men turn up. What's wrong with the fog? It's just a sea mist, isn't it? Well, this, this high up, you know, the cliffs are quite close. We wouldn't want to stumble over anything, any large drops. I'm more worried about that so-called nine-year-old boy having cover of fog to pinch our pockets yes there is that as well and uh, as a player I figure we've now just about given the reverend long enough to hang himself if that's what he's up to in there <laughs> um, yeah if you want to make the way into the church feel free um, you, you do see these sort of it's almost like a tsunami of fog coming in from both sides covering the moors um, and it seems to be sort of meeting in the exact place your path Lent you from the uh, <sighs> guest house. So I have um, I have spent some skill points in survival coastal. Hey, hey, um, Well, it was coincidental. Coincidental. Uh, we didn't we didn't know the setting. It's just the the coasts of Sudan are very. You, uh, you have to. Well, he's <laughs> he's an East Coast man, right? That's he was born. Yeah, yeah. Survival fens. He was born um, Anakway and then lived lived um, and lived above Dundee. So, uh, I, 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 is this the kind of thing I've ever seen before? A pincer movement of no of sea no. sea fog. Okay, don't, don't even need to roll. Okay, good. It seems like a very um, you assume it's something to do with the area because it's so close to the sea and. There's hills on either side, maybe it just... Yeah, we're on like a ridge. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So you're only a mile from the coast, you know. But I think I openly say it's most unusual. 
I've never seen this before. Yeah. It must be because of the ridge, like you say, Reverend. Mm. Yes, I, I haven't experienced this before either, but I know the fog can come in quickly near the sea. Let's get into that church, as you say. Agreed. So you hurry into the church? Yes. Um, as you open the doors, you see the Reverend hanging from it. No. Um, you, uh, you, <laughs> no, you get in, and actually the first thing you see is him sort of knelt in front of the altar. Oh, thank fuck. Thank goodness. Oh, thank God. I thought I'd actualised it. <laughs> I'd actualised hanging. And he's sort of uh, rocking backwards and forwards slightly in a sort of quite passionate way, I suppose. Um, it's it's a very basic place, you know, whitewashed stone walls, um, wooden pews. Um, he's there about 30, 30 yards in front of you. And uh, there's no stained glass, but through the windows you just see the swirling grey mm. as the fog sort of hits the sides of the, the church. Reverend Reverend Blackwell. Reverend Blackwell. <laughs> 